It's Morning Edition on NHPR. I'm Rick Ganley, and this is the New Hampshire News Recap. Let's get into this week's top headlines. Governor Chris Sununu has teased the idea of running for president. Now he's launched a fundraising committee to test the waters. James Pendle is a political reporter for the Boston Globe. He joins us this morning, along with NHPR's senior political reporter, Josh Rogers, to talk a little bit more about Sununu's ambitions. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. So, Governor Sununu has been on a national media tour the last few months, and here he is yesterday in an interview with Politico. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Either I'm a, I'm a good ratings getter, I don't know, or I say interesting things, or I'm a complete disaster, and it's like a, people want to tune in to see what happens. One of, I'm always one up for a good three. show. <laughs> Josh, what do you make of this latest media tour from the governor? What has been his message to, to the national audience? Well, I mean, as for the tour, the governor's uh, been endeavoring to get while the getting is good for him. Um, he's been trying hard to uh, woo national media donors uh, for some time. He is New Hampshire's you know, most successful Republican politician in years. He's never lost. He hasn't worn out his welcome with the public yet. So, you know, whether his appeal or accomplishments merit the volume of self-promotion he's been offering up is is a reasonable question. But the governor is working with what he's got and, um, you know, hyping himself in the state, kind of a chipper, uh, small government systems builder message and preaching the gospel of New Hampshire exceptionalism. And, um you know, as a conservative who's not an absolute ideologue, a relatable Republican post-Trump path forward, that kind of thing. So that's that's really where he's at. Now, during his re-election campaign last fall, Sununu said he was not planning to run for higher office. But so here he is with WMUR-TV last week. If I ran for president, it would be because I thought I could I could win, of course. Let me answer it a different way. I think there's a lot of candidates that could beat Donald Trump. And are you one of them? Yes. James, what do you think has changed? Uh, Look, I think what's changed is that this presidential campaign has gotten off to a very slow start. Uh, The primary is probably, uh, was definitely going to be less than a year away. At this point, we had a number of candidates in 2020 already running for president. I think Kamala Harris is already running. Elizabeth Warren was already running. Joe Biden was preparing to enter the race in a few weeks. Uh, This is a really slow start compared to the previous cycle. So any small thing, that anyone wants to do, like Chris Sununu, gets a lot of attention. And if I'm Chris Sununu, there's no reason not to do this. He seems he feels very secure back at home with Republican majorities in this in the state house. Uh, and if he wants to be a bigger player and see where this is going to go, uh, he can do baby steps like what he did last week, or continue a national media tour. And he's finding out that he's getting attention. So he can raise his profile while, while, while doing this. Um, this week, it was reported that Sununu has launched what he's calling that Live Free or Die Committee, signaling another step toward a presidential run. What, what is the purpose of the committee, Josh? Well, I mean, the committee, which is a 501c4 under the tax code, means he can raise and spend money out of that entity, but not expressly on his own behalf. It's a social welfare organization. So he can collect unlimited donations, not disclose them, spend to promote you know, the live free or die ethos, which you know could take many, many forms. He could pay for his travel, and you know candidates looking to run for president often launch these. Mike Pence has one. Um, Nikki Haley does. You know, it's a way to sort of test how enthusiastic donors are about you, um, and uh, gives them a place to to, to drop their checks. Uh, you know, Sununu repeatedly has said that he gets approached by people who offering to raise him. I think the term he once used was crazy amounts of money. Um, You know, maybe that's true. Uh, The reporting of this committee this week by NBC got a lot of attention. But, you know, in fact, this is something that the governor quietly launched some months ago. 
Okay, so what did Sununu himself have to say about launching the committee? Well, uh, not much. I mean, he's, he's said that he planned to travel the country to uh, espouse his brand of republicanism, to talk up New Hampshire, uh, promote uh, live free or die. Uh, you know, you may have heard him say, we are the gold standard, Rick. And, uh, you know, he's... Uh, this is an opportunity for him to get out there, meet donors, as James said, uh, generate attention for himself. Uh, you know, he's in D.C. right now. He's going to be in Florida next week. He's certainly going to be letting people know about uh, that, you know, the, the PAC is taking money. Yeah. Now, as, as you said, former President Donald Trump declaring his candidacy. So is former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Ron DeSantis likely to run. James, how does Sununu differ from some of these other Republican hopefuls that, that could be in the race? Well, in one sense, he's in office. Uh, a lot of these folks are not. Uh, and the one way he also differs um, is that he's around the country. He's fresh and he's new. Uh, so for a lot of us in New Hampshire, we do know him. But when you're looking around the country, who else could run? He is someone else who could run. Uh, and so when he's making moves like he is and getting national attention and constantly being on on television, uh, people are pricking up their eyebrows. I think locally, uh, there's not a lot of people who think that uh, Chris Sununu uh, will run. They don't see him necessarily as presidential timber right now. That doesn't mean he won't be. That doesn't mean he won't run for president. Uh, but a lot of the folks are highly skeptical that he'll make that move for uh, several reasons. Um, but one reason he dif- does differentiate is the fact that he has about a 100% name ID uh, in the first primary state. Um, and uh, he's only getting about 4% uh, in, in, the, in the latest poll in, among New Hampshire Republicans for president. Well, that begs the question, James. What other opportunities does, does a presidential run bring for Sununu? If he's, if he's polling at 4%, I realize it's very early on. But if it's not necessarily about winning, what is it about right now? Um, let me ask you, uh, James, first. Yeah, look, I, I don't think Chris Sununu knows where he wants to go next. And that's not, uh, and, and neither do I. I mean, I don't know where he should go next. Uh, he, when he bypassed the Senate run, he uh, very importantly said that he was not precluding opportunities in Washington. Uh, his father obviously famously made a key endorsement in the 1988 presidential race and ended up as White House chief of staff. I can see Chris Sununu, and he was pretty explicitly saying this when he bypassed the Senate run, saying that maybe I want to be in the cabinet. Maybe I want to have a bigger role in the party. Uh, look, look, obviously, he has uh, been very popular in New Hampshire. He's looking around at the national landscape. And I think he's willing to say, Let, let's see where this goes. Josh, what are local leaders here in New Hampshire having to say about Sununu's efforts to, to gain more national recognition right now? Well, I mean, it depends on which local uh, leader you talk to. Sure. Uh, you know, certain sorts of Republicans uh, of, of establishment bent, um, they like it. Uh, they uh, they sort of applaud his pluck. And, you know, plenty of conservatives, uh, Trump inflected or not, are, are sort of rolling their eyes at this. And you know, they see this as sort of a far-fetched kind of vanity move. I mean, you could make the same case about anybody pretty much who runs for president. Um, from state house leaders of both parties, there is some worry that uh, this will make him more detached from the day-to-day in Concord. I mean, the governor's never been terribly hands-on with the legislature, but given in this moment when the, 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 the partisan split is so narrow, this is a circumstance where somebody like Sununu uh, could really help decide things. And you know, it's harder to pull that off if, if you're focused on national things. But, you know, one thing to bear in mind is Chris Sununu is in his fourth term. And I agree with James. Like, it's unclear what he wants to do next. I mean, he hasn't precluded a corporate job, um, you know, opportunities in D.C. Um, you know, you certainly don't get the sense from talking to people that, that he's really, uh, you know, pining to return to running Waterville Valley. So, you know, all of this it's family um, exploration business, yeah. is in service of, you know, what's next. Maybe that's a presidential run. Maybe it's not. 
Okay. Well, can, 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 I, throw, can I throw this one thing sure, here, Rick? Sure. Which go is ahead, the James. fact that, um, look, we're, we're saying we don't know what's going to happen. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Here is one definitive thing that listeners can take away. I think it's pretty clear by listening to everything he's saying and everything he's doing, he is not interested in running for re-election for governor. And that is a, almost a watershed moment for locally in New Hampshire politics. New Hampshire politics has been essentially frozen since he has been in office. The federal delegation has been all Democratic since he's been in office. He's been there. He's been basically unchallenged by his Democratic opponents. This is going to open up a big deal with, uh, if he does not run for re-election. People, libertarians are waiting for him to leave. Democrats are waiting for him to leave. Establishment Republicans are waiting for their chance. Uh, this is a big deal, uh, given what he is actually signaling what he's saying right now. All right, a major shift coming to New Hampshire politics, uh, no matter what what uh, happens here. It's Morning Edition on NHPR. We're recapping this week's news with NHPR's Josh Rogers and the Boston Globe's James Pendle. What questions do you have about what's been going on in the state? You can always email us at voices at nhpr.org. You can help inform our reporting that way. I want to wrap up uh, with some news from the State House this week. Josh, what bills have you been keeping an eye on? Uh, well, Senate Bill 1, the, the bill that would uh, sort of uh, create a next uh, sort of successor uh, for the Sununu Center, uh, the, the Senate whipped through a bill to push off the deadline. I mean, they were supposed to have this sorted out by March 1st, clearly not happening. Uh, in the House yesterday, it sort of hit some snags. They have their own version. This is going to be interesting to see how it plays out in the budget. And, of course, you know, next week we have uh, – the governor's budget address and the budget. And, you know, an interesting bill that, that came up this week was a bill to uh, potentially spend $25 million to replace the tramway at, at Cannon Mountain in Franconia Notch State Park. Um, the state officials and pretty much everyone else seems to want to replace the tram, which is sort of iconic originally. You know, the, the initial tram in the 30s was the first one in North America. Um, the governor has a vision of putting a smaller gondola lift in, uh, he he backs us. He says it's more efficient and might be better in a kind of a in a post pandemic world where people don't want to be packed together in large groups. Um, you know, he sent a letter to the committee and really seems to have engaged on this, which is interesting on in a number of levels because he doesn't typically do that. You know, there's also the question as his family owns Waterville Valley, and um, you know, th there's that. I'm not saying that's driving that, but it is sort of an interesting um, backdrop for his advocacy for a for a conveyance, conveyor of passengers to the top yeah. of Cannon Mountain that may, you know, <laughs> limit the state park in some way. Right. And the, the, we should say that, you know, the tram is, runs year-round. It's something that's used not only during ski yeah, season, but it's used for tourism. Yeah. yeah, big for foliage in summer. But let me ask you, Josh, why do you think the governor did uh, inject himself uh, about the Well, I mean, apparently this? he has, I mean, I haven't had a chance to talk with him directly about this, but apparently he has strong feelings that a tram can get more people up to the top of the mountain faster for less money, um, yeah. you know, whether or not, you know, the state park officials say getting people that more people to the top of the mountain, you know, may create more complications. So this is definitely one that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Any other uh, bills and things or committees you've been watching this week that we found? Uh... Well, I mean, the education committee in the House is very interesting. I mean, that's one thing on Sununu's watch that, that is a real accomplishment on the conservative front is pushing educational choice. And some of the bills that are being heard in there, we'll see where they go. I mean, there are a lot of bills coming out of committee on a total deadlock because of the partisan split. But, you know, bills such as, you know, eliminating the residency requirement for public schools, which, you know, that's uh, by traditional New Hampshire kind of local control standards is is kind of an out there one. And, and there are lots of bills in that vein. So this is really an interesting constellation of issues uh, to watch. And it's been interesting to watch that committee because you have hard uh, you have kind of a real hard partisan split on the committee, people who are deeply invested on both sides of educational choice issues mm -hmm. and issues around public school 
Okay. Funding. Well, we'll be watching for, for much more about that and your reporting on that. I want to ask you, James, too, while we have you on the line here, what, what you're working on, what you're watching for. Well, Nikki Haley is going to start her presidential campaign uh, next week. I think one other thing to watch is, uh, and obviously coming to New Hampshire after that, uh, one thing to watch, I think, around the country, and in particular New England, is a number of gun bills in the legislature. It may not go anywhere. Obviously, in New Hampshire, there was nine bills that were discussed this week uh, in the state house. Uh, but I think it's been an interesting moment where there's been no federal action with a bipartisan um, Congress. There's, no one's expecting big action on guns. And so if you look around state by state by state by state, it has actually been among the number one topic, along with, like, say, home heating oil uh, in, in New England, uh, what legislators have been talking about. All right. We'll be watching for more on that. Uh, thanks for the tip there, James. We appreciate uh having you on. You can find more of their reporting, by the way, James Pindle from the Boston Globe and NHPR's Josh Rogers. You can find James reporting at thebostonglobe.com. And of course, Josh's reporting is always available at nhpr.org. Thanks to you both. You're welcome, Rick. Thank you. We also suggest you check out the New Hampshire News Quiz, by the way. It's a quick, fun, and informative way to test your knowledge of the week's news. You'll find that, by the way, always at nhpr.org slash quiz. If you're a regular recap listener, I think you're going to do very well with the quiz. And by the way, if you missed any part of today's segment or if you want to catch up on previous week's recaps, you will find the New Hampshire News Recap wherever you get your podcasts. And we are here each and every Friday morning with a fresh one. I'm Rick Galley. This is NHPR.